Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Joy of Life podcast brought to you by Joy Nui. I'm very excited about this episode because this is the first episode where I have a real microphone. I was so graciously gifted <clears throat> by my brother and his girlfriend, Seth and Ezzy. Shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for um, getting me this microphone for my birthday, which was September 15th. Ooh, ooh, Virgo energy. Um, it's so clear, so much different. I'm really obsessed with it. I've been like talking to myself through this microphone for the last five minutes before I decided to start recording for today. You can hear all my jewelry jingle. <laughs> you can hear when people open and close doors. It's it's a very cool microphone. So hi guys. Hi, hi everyone. How are we doing today? Um, how are you feeling? Where are you at in your self-love journey in this moment? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling excited? Are you feeling bored? Are you feeling creative? Just notice what you're feeling in this moment. And notice how that's affecting your day. For me, I'm feeling a little bit tired and also a little bit excited. I've had a long day, but I've also had time to rest and rejuvenate and kind of do things for me today. So it's good. Make sure that whenever you have time, you're able to step away and take a second for yourself and what you need. So there's nothing wrong with that. So today, our focus in our self-love journey is going to be criticism. Criticism of others criticism of ourselves, what it looks like, how it affects us, um, and how we can really just start releasing the criticism that exists in our day-to-day lives and kind of allowing it to melt away. I have decided for myself that I'm no longer open to needless and mindless criticism of others. I am only open to constructive feedback from people who I trust and from people who have my best interests at heart. So I really want to take this episode to kind of look at what is criticism, how can it negatively affect us, how can other people's criticism hold us back from really stepping into our power and stepping into what you want to be doing in your life. So what is criticism? I always like looking up the definitions of things that I'm talking about and working through because I want to see how that basis definition is true and also how there are so many more pieces to it. So what is criticism? Criticism is the expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. So criticism oftentimes, excuse me, criticism oftentimes is disapproval. It is judgment. It is um, kind of a negative um, re- reaction, negative emotion, negative experience, the experience of criticism. And I find that as humans, just in general, if you're human, then you experience a lot of criticism in life based on other people's views or opinions or other people's ideals for the way that you should live your life. And I've found that when I really allow criticism to get into my ear and become an earworm for me, it holds me back from a lot of the things that I'm wanting to do in this life and a lot of things I'm wanting to be in this life. So I'm really trying to explore what criticism is and how it affects me on a day-to-day basis. So... Criticism is the expression of disapproval. Yes, of course, totally. For me, and I have talked through this with 
mentors of mine, and I've worked through kind of how it affects me in my headspace. For me, criticism is a judgment. It is somebody else's fear that they hold, that they cling to, that they then take and give to you. Whenever somebody gives me a criticism about the way that I'm trying to run my business or the way that I'm trying to live my life, it's them trying to tell me and put on me the fear that they have about my experience. Now, in my experience with criticism, it has been very easy for me in the past to kind of look at other people's ideals and be like, oh, well, you know, they have been around longer than me or they have done more things than me or this and this and this, all these other excuses as to why somebody else's opinion of my situation is more true than what I am perceiving. So for me, this has been a really long journey with criticism of being able to take a step back and look at with a non-judgmental eye, what is that criticism telling me about that person? When you come up to me and you say, hey, you know, just wanted to let you know, I think the way that you're running your business is kind of sideways and you're going to fail and you really won't be able to make money in the way that you want to. If you continue, if you come up to me in a scenario and start giving me your criticisms and all the ways that you think something's not going to work, instead of me turning and taking that to be about me and taking that to be something that I have done wrong, I take a second to look at you and see what your criticism speaks about you. When you tell me that you don't think I'm going to get anywhere and that you think that I'm going about things all wrong, it's become more, it's become easier for me to be aware of what that means for you instead of taking it on for me. Because I find that whenever I take on other people's criticisms, whenever I allow them to become my truth, it really, really constricts my movement, it constricts my freedom, it makes me feel like what I am doing and the way that I want to live is not good enough. Not good enough for others, not good enough for myself, not good enough for my friends and family. Whenever I take on those criticisms and those fears of other people, it holds me back from being able to fully embrace what I need in that moment. So it's important for me, especially in this journey, to talk about criticism because I have experienced so much of it in so many different ways over, you know, over my lifetime. Um, And I feel like we all have. I feel like criticism nowadays is so readily available for people. It is your first instinct to find those minute mistakes or those minute holes in something and start to criticize and degrade and destroy those things that look different and those things that are are risks and are scary and are different to you, right? So whenever you're taking a look at criticism from other people, make sure you're understanding what space they're in. They may be afraid to be their full selves because of what other people have told them. They may be afraid to step out of that comfort zone because of the criticisms that others have placed on them. Look at how much you do not want to be living under the umbrella of somebody else's criticism and somebody else's ideas for you. Because what I found for me, when I try to take every single criticism that is handed to me, when I try to make every adjustment that people so-called need or 
think that would be better for me, whenever I compromise what I know for what somebody else is afraid of, it ends up turning out sideways. And it ends up not being what I want. It ends up not coming to fruition the way that I want because I have allowed that criticism and that rejection from others to dictate my comfortability in myself and what I know. And so for the longest time, this was so easy for me because I didn't really know what I needed or what I wanted or what that looked like. And so whenever people spoke over me in a criticizing way or a judgmental way, whenever they spoke over me, there were pieces of it that were true, that I believed were true, that I was an imposter or that I wasn't good enough or that I didn't know enough or that I wasn't qualified enough. You know, all of these things have come up for me. And it's some things that I've had to take a look at because when you allow other people's stories to be spoken over you, you are holding yourself back without even noticing it. And they are trying to hold you back. So for me, it's really important to notice other people's criticisms and to notice how it kind of weasels its way into your understanding of life, into your wants and your dreams and your desires. So, and this has been something that I've been struggling with for practically my entire life because I've always felt a little different. I've always felt a little too loud, a little too out there, too extra. I've never really fit in with people. And so for the longest time, I was so afraid of that. I was so afraid of being too big for others. I was so afraid of being too much or embodying myself fully because I didn't want to scare other people. I didn't want other people to be afraid of, you know, me or think that I'm too much or this or that. I was so dictated by other people's opinions and criticisms of myself that I didn't take the time to fully understand what I wanted or needed. I didn't take time to fully sort through my criticisms of myself versus other people's criticisms of myself. And because I wasn't doing anything about this, it all got muddled into one big pot of me feeling not good enough and me feeling like nobody was going to accept what I was doing because I was unable to take a step back and look at what was true for me and what was somebody else's fear. So whenever you face criticism from someone, what can you do? Whenever somebody comes up to you and presents an idea about you, your business, your relationship, your career, the way you run anything, when somebody comes up and says, here's my opinion of you, whether solicited or not, right, you are allowed to take a second, a minute, 10 minutes to look at it and say, okay, I see your criticism. Does this fit? Does this feel true to me? Does this feel 50% true? Does this feel 100% true? Or is this completely out of left field and unimportant to what I'm working on? I think a lot of times where I would get swept up is I would just immediately take the criticism for fact. I would take others' opinions as periods instead of question marks or ellipses. It wasn't a dot, dot, dot. It was this is what it is, period. And I feel like that really has held me back from stepping into my power earlier because I didn't know how to sort out those criticisms from false 
false truths to reality. And I was unable to take an honest look at myself because I wasn't happy with where I was. So that's another thing, especially with criticism. When you're unable to take a look at what you're doing and you're unable to communicate with yourself on where you're at, you get so lost in other people's opinions. You are so easily pulled from one direction or another because you're not rooted in anything. You're not rooted in the knowledge of you. You're not rooted in the safety of you. You are just floating. You are so easily manipulated by other people's opinions if you are not aware of what you are doing and what you're bringing to the table and the way that you're living. If you are not being vigilant about your life and your choices, it is going to be easier for you to be taken advantage of. It's going to be easier for you to be overlooked and overstepped. Because when things happen, when criticisms come up that you're not prepared for and things come up that you haven't thought about and worked through, it's very easy for you to go, oh, like, oh, well, maybe this is true. Well, obviously, these people know more than me, you know, or they are more experienced than me. So therefore, they must know, they must know what I need. And that's another part is nobody is going to know what you need. Nobody is going to know your mind and your body and your ideas and creativity more than you. Nobody can tell you the best path, absolutely, because you are your own person. Your life experiences are so completely individualized to your life path that you are taking and the things that you're going through are so needed for the people that you're going to help and the way that you're going to live. So whenever you find yourself succumbing to other people's opinions and criticisms about your life and the way that you live, just remember that it is good to have mentors. It is good to have people who have achieved so much be there for you, but it is important to notice who those mentors are and who those people are that are just sitting on the sidelines. Who's a peanut gallery trying to get you to go to different things, always criticizing your decisions, but never stepping into the ring themselves. Take a notice of those people who will take risks and who will step out and who will do the hard things. And notice most of the time, those people who are doing more, those people who are stepping out and being different, aren't the ones to criticize. They aren't the ones to tell you you're doing too much. They aren't the ones to shoot you down. They're the ones to go, look, you can get this far. You can make it. If I can get there and I can work through these troubles that I've had, then so can you. And so... There are just several aspects of criticism that come up and there's a lot of emotions and shame and fear and judgment that pop up around other people's criticisms and other people's opinions. Because for me, for the longest time, I, it was really important for me to be liked. It was really important for people to like me and to understand what I was doing at all times and to be on board with me. That was such a big piece of my childhood. It was, I just wanted everybody to like me and like what I was doing. And over time, I've realized that's just not, that's just not happening. That's just not possible. 
Not everybody in the world is going to understand your choices. Not everybody in the world is going to be rooting for you and what's best for you. And not everybody's going to like you because everybody has their own issues. And you know what? If somebody doesn't like you, it has absolutely nothing to do with you and a lot more to do with them. So just notice that other people criticizing is their fear They are wanting you to take their criticism as truth. They are wanting you to take their fear and take it and carry it because that's what happens. When you allow others to place criticisms on you and when you accept the weight of those criticisms, you are walking around with the weight of fear that isn't yours. It is fear that is not tied to you. It is fear from somebody else. It is somebody else's worry about the risks that you take. It is just extra weight. It is unnecessary. And it just makes you getting to your goals that much harder. And it makes you standing behind yourself with confidence that much harder because you're constantly feeling the weight of other people's fears. And this is something that I am still really working on and something that I still find difficult. And on another note, something to really think about Those who are closer to you are the ones who tend to criticize more. And not because they want you to fail, but oftentimes because those that care about you are so worried about the risk or so wanting you to succeed or so wanting you to be safe that they are not wanting you to step out and take that high risk. They're not wanting you to, you know, put yourself on the line because you don't know the outcome or they don't know the outcome, even if you have planned it down to the millimeter on what you're going to do and how you're going to grow, those other people in your life may not understand that. And they may see risks as possible danger. And so whenever you get confronted with those kind of opinions and those kind of fearful criticisms, it's important to take that and meet it with love. Take that instance and meet it with understanding. Understanding that the criticism, while you don't have to take the criticism, you are not tied to it. You do not owe it anything. You are able to see and hold that criticism and hold that person and then release and let it go and not take it onto yourself. Whenever you step into that power of I see your criticism, I understand it, but I reject it as truth and I reject it as fact. That's when you get to walk away and find peace in your decisions. And so I feel like through this journey that I've been on the past couple months with just starting to help and support others, I feel like I have been really, really working on how to look at criticism and how to step away from other people's criticism dictating my worth and dictating my capabilities because I understand that everyone has fear there are are things that you are afraid of there are things that everyone is afraid of but you can't live in fear your whole life you cannot let you cannot let fear dictate your decisions because if you do you, you will always play it small You will always play it safe. You will never step out of your comfort zone. You will never be challenged and you will never challenge. You will always stay stagnant 
if you are unable to step away from what other people want from you. Because that is the biggest way that you can empower yourself is notice how other people's criticisms have held you back and notice how much power you have over choosing to release those criticisms. They are not for you. Other people's opinions of you are not about you and they are not tied to you and you are not obligated to live as any of anybody else's version of yourself. You're not obligated to live as the perfect daughter or the the best you know, the best coworker. You're not obligated to live in these boxes that people have set up for you. You're not obligated to live in the smallness that society has given you. You're not obligated to believe those criticisms or take them as yours because they're not yours. You are your own. You understand when you are healthy and clear-minded, you know the risks that you're taking, and you are able to step in and support your decisions with power whenever you start releasing other people's criticisms. If you always, always, always adhere to other people's criticisms, you will get nowhere with yourself. You will not get that understanding. You will not get that peace. You will not get that happiness that comes with fully embodying and embracing yourself because you will never feel good enough. And I'm just speaking this from experience. I'm speaking this from the way that I lived and the way that I grew up and the way that I internalized things and allowed other people's opinions and emotions to dictate me. It really just led me down a dangerous path. Constantly letting other people's criticisms move you around in your life and decide where you're going to go, it keeps you from fully embracing and embodying yourself and feel feeling fully worthy because you're constantly going oh I'm too much oh there's these things that I keep messing up oh there's these things that I have to do you're constantly questioning what you already know deep down that's what other people's criticism does it keeps you from finding peace in yourself it keeps you from finding peace in your knowing because us as people have intuition We have an inner knowing that lives inside of us that will tell us what to do if we just stop and listen. And I feel like a big, big block of that and a big, big coverer of that beautiful truth is the weight of other people's opinions and criticisms and judgments, the weight of other people's fear. That is really what keeps us from not embodying our true form our fully embodied, unapologetic person that we are. Not worried about what others are going to say of us, not worried about what it's going to look like, knowing that you are here to make a difference and you are going to do it regardless of what anybody else says. And that's how you find your power, is you release the need to adhere to other people's ideas of you because you deserve that. Because nobody else is going to sit there in front of God at the end of their life, at the end of your life, and explain your choices. Nobody else will answer for your choices except for you. And so when you stand there 
do you want to say, oh, well, it kind of got away from me and I kind of, you know, I felt like these were best for everybody else because then he's going to go, what about what's best for you? I brought you on this earth so you could take care of you. How have you taken care of you? How have you loved the body that you're in? How have you protected the peace of divine that lives in you? And that's just... That's just something that helps me really release... Release other people. Because, you know, it's... And I'm not saying don't ever get opinions from everyone else. And I'm not saying completely shut out everyone else. I'm saying when you get those people who are not stepping out and taking risks and living their best life, when you get those other people who are coming at you with everything in their book and telling you the way that you should live and telling you and criticizing how you're showing up in the world, just realize that they have no hold over you. And your life is absolutely not of their business. And you don't owe anyone anything. You don't owe anyone a damn thing. You are allowed to completely just be on your own and living your best life. For me, as long as you're making choices that protect you and you're living a happy life and you're finding peace, then I don't, I don't care what you do as long as you're happy, healthy, and safe, you know, but I want you to be able to find that freedom that I'm so working towards the freedom of, okay, I see your opinions. I see your criticisms. But don't ask me to carry them because I'm not. I'm not going to pick it up for you. I'm not going to. I'm not going to allow that to stick in my psyche because that's not true. That's not me. So this whole episode has really just been about stepping away from what others need from you and stepping into what you need from yourself. And I feel like this also applies to self-criticism. I want you to take a second and think about the way that you talk to yourself. Take a second and think about the feelings that you have when you make mistakes or the feelings that you have when you have a tough choice in front of you. Notice how you either shoot yourself down or build yourself up because there's either one. There is no neutral when it comes to treating yourself right. You're either treating yourself right or you're doing yourself a disservice. So in other people's criticisms, really take take time to take time to dissect how you're speaking to yourself and how you're treating yourself and how you're allowing other people's criticisms to become your criticisms of yourself. Because that happens a lot. Somebody will tell you something so many times in so many different ways that you'll eventually find yourself picking it up and carrying it and speaking it over yourself. That can sometimes happen in romantic relationships, friendships, familial relationships. Just notice how people are speaking over you and really notice how you're speaking over yourself. There's something to be said about working towards positivity. And it's not like fake positive. Like I don't want you to, if you're having a horrible day and you're feeling really down, I don't want you to be like, oh, well, everything's happy and everything's perfect and let's pretend that everything's fine. No, don't don't forget to acknowledge all of life's different 
waves and all of the good and the bad. But also make sure that you're not continually speaking negatively over yourself because that does have an effect. And that does hold you back from living your truest and best life. It does hold you back from finding peace and from feeling connected to others. So if you take away anything from today, what I want you to really take away is that criticism is so readily available, but you are not obligated to take it. Other people's criticism is fear. The more that you release others' fear, the more that you find freedom. It's something you deserve. You do not owe people anything. You do not owe people anything. You do not have to live a certain way because somebody wants you to. Okay? If nobody's told you that today or ever, hear me. You are not obligated to anybody's idea of you. You are only obligated to you and what you need. So just really think about that and sink into it going forward. All right, well, we're going to dive into more topics as we get deeper into this podcast. I just want to thank all of you for listening. This is Joy on the Joy of Life podcast, and I'm signing off. I'm sending love to you all. Bye-bye.